Welcome to the Hartford HealthCare Podcast. In this special episode, Steve Coates talks to Hartford HealthCare's Chief Epidemiologist, Dr. Ulysses Wu. Dr. Wu gives us the straight-up facts on some key current COVID data, including booster recommendations, eligibility and efficacy rates of those boosters, and vaccination safety in the next category of those eligible, younger children aged 5 to 11. Here's Dr. Wu. My title is I am the System Director of Infectious Diseases, comma, Chief Epidemiologist, comma, Chief Antimicrobial Steward. As we move into the winter months, some colder weather and more people congregating inside, a higher chance for transmission is possible for COVID and other diseases. COVID boosters are now available for some. So who should be getting the boosters? Yeah, so basically you first had have to have gotten the vaccine in the first place to be considered a booster. Uh, those, uh, But it's stratified into different risk categories, so greater than age 65. Uh, those who are greater than uh, age 18 who may, live in a, who may live in a high-risk setting. Those who are greater than age 18 who may work in a high-risk setting. And then those who are greater than age 18 who may have comorbid medical conditions. And it's okay to mix and match when the vaccine was first available. If your first shot was Moderna, you had to stick with Moderna. That is correct. You can mix and match at this point. And what's the science behind that? People might want to know why it's safe to do this with the booster, but they couldn't do it with their second shot. Well, we could probably do it with the vaccine at this point. But the real the real main issue is that I think with the primary series, you want to get your immune levels boosted with with the same. I think the homogeneity in that is important. With the heterogeneity behind the booster, I think it gives you a nice variability in your immune response system. But I suspect in the future that you could probably mix and match your primary series if you wanted to. But right now, that's not what the science is telling us. Uh, I shouldn't say the science is not telling us that. It just needs to be elucidated more. And what exactly does a booster do? Is it different for mRNA shots like the COVID vaccine? So booster is different from a third dose. The third dose is for those who uh, got the primary series and didn't mount an appropriate immune response. Uh, so that's what a third dose is. They got an additional dose. For boosters, what that is for is that you've mounted an appropriate immune response. It has fallen somewhat. Uh, and so you're getting a booster to try to bring it back to uh, good immune uh, immunity. Side effects. We saw it with Moderna specifically with some mild flu-like symptoms, fatigue, low-grade fever. Are you seeing the same with the booster? It should be the exact same side effects that you actually had with the first one. So you may feel lousy. You may feel weak. You may feel tired. You may have fevers, chills, local arm pain, local arm reactions, headache, fatigue, all of these lovely things. Now, with the Moderna, it's actually half the dose. So you may actually experience less. The question or question we seem or I seem to be getting most, I don't know why, I'm not a clinical person, but will the COVID vaccine have to be a yearly thing like the flu or will we need to get a booster each year to protect us? Well, the future will be dependent on future studies. So it depends on how high our immunity stays with this next series of boosters that we get. Uh, chances are that our immunity is going to wane. And so we probably will need boosters. Uh, how often we need those boosters will be very dependent on, um, on, on our immunity studies. But I would imagine that, yes, periodically we will need shots. We're hearing of 95% efficacy rates in COVID prevention from the booster in some cases. 
So your message, I guess, is if you're eligible to get it. I would, uh, you know, it's placed in the risk categories right now. But yes, I would recommend it for uh, most people. But right now it's limited to those risk categories at this point. The COVID vaccine now available for children ages 5 to 11. Are we going to see younger kids getting vaccinated soon? It's just the next category. And then the next category will be the three to five or the two to five. And then the category after that will be the zero to two, zero to three. Um, It's just, it all needs to be studied and make sure that it's safe. So with kids, how do they determine age groups for this? For some, the difference between say an 11 and a 12 year old might be negligible. Would they be getting enough of a dose? Yeah, it's a very good question. And it depends how close you are to being a 12 year old because you certainly don't want to underdose uh, as well. So uh, it's I, it's something uh, uh, that you should probably have a conversation with your pediatrician. If you're close to being 12, you may want to wait um, to get that full 12 year old dose um, because they are considered 12 at that point. So uh, it's I would recommend having a conversation with your pediatrician. Doctor, thanks for your time. Sure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Steve Coates and Dr. Ulysses Wu. To learn more about the most current COVID science, eligibility, and access to vaccine and testing and more, go to hartfordhealthcare.org slash COVID. Follow the Hartford HealthCare podcast to stay informed with the latest information on COVID and other important health topics. Just search Hartford HealthCare on your favorite podcast platform. For Hartford HealthCare, I'm Anne Ronda Pierre. Thanks for listening.